0: Plus.
1: Hi everybody, Russ of my is Levin. Hope you're safe and well. News channel, please consider subscribing. Hit that bell. Icon. I'm rushing through this so we can talk to Jack more. Um, make sure you hit that <laughs> bell icon uh, in case. Oh, I don't, I don't care. It's Jack Collison. Hi, hi Jack, how are you doing, man?
2: Yeah, I'm all good. Thanks, some Russ. i Russ. I'm really looking forward to this one tonight.
1: No, good man. No, it's, well it's, not, it's still it's still mid afternoon where you are late afternoon where you are.
2: I know, I know, it's beautiful. Still still trying to get used to the uh time difference. But we're getting yeah. there slowly.
1: <laughs> and it and it's bloody sticky weather in Atlanta, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I've got a bit of a madhouse. The kids are running riot, so I've stuck myself outside, but it's, it's I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm daddy's sweating, working, daddy's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Peace and quiet for five minutes. Oh, so god.
1: Happy. I remember the last time I was in Atlanta. And I went to this was like a couple of years ago. That I went to uh, I remember it was like we was there, must have been god, must have been right, this time. It was about 38, 39, something like that. And uh, I thought it'd be a really good idea to go and watch the Braves play at Turner Park. Oh, um, wow. and I had just I had less air than that then. And <laughs> I, god, I was just like sweating. And oh, it was, that's like, me now. How, how long's this game going on? How many innings? <laughs>
2: Yeah, they just started back today. The Braves actually. So yeah, they're at the new gaff. They're at the new gaff. Oh, the new gaff's beautiful now. So (laughs) yeah,
1: it is. And so yeah, it's just I just find it. I found Atlanta a really sticky place. You know, it's like. Just really humid, really, yeah. really humid.
2: Yeah. No, everyone said when we come over, said wait, wait till the summer. So the summer's here. It's, it's great that we got the sunshine. It's just yeah. that stickiness. <laughs> but but it's all kids, good. <laughs> the
1: kids, the kids must love it, though, innit?
2: Yeah, kids the, love it. the kids are loving it. So I'm, I'm just adjusting. Obviously, once I'm out on the pitch, I'm trying to catch my breath, pitting on a session. But it's all good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so if you if, you, if you, if it's like from the academy stuff, is that all kicked off yet? Oh, um... uh,
2: we're still waiting to go back. Obviously, they've, they've had the MLS's back yeah. tournament with the first team. Um, didn't get on too well. And obviously, Frank de Boer got the sack today. So, it's interesting times at our place um, to see what's going on. I know, tell me about it. So, it's, it's a bit of a whirlwind. The academy aren't even back at the training ground. They're searching yeah. for a new manager. But um, it's a fantastic club and I'm really enjoying it. So, yeah, I can't they complain. They Oh, bottom, yeah, yeah, it's great. They're just the enormity of the whole thing, and obviously the project's so new; it's only a couple of years in, and yeah, they've yeah. already had that instant success. So for me to come and be a part of it, it's uh, it's been great so far. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I remember seeing. Uh, it's, it's it's like I'm always in America, but I'm not honestly. Um, <laughs> I remember when, I went to see Red Bull's game, so I was staying. I was I was living in um I was living in New Jersey for a bit, for a only for like a couple of months, and uh, yeah, I remember seeing. it, And I went to see Atlanta United play New York the Red Bulls and they brought so many fans yeah it was mental you think oh, Atlanta's miles away from yeah, New Jersey no, that's it It's a Sunday so, I mean, afternoon as well it's like mental Oh,
2: they're a passionate bunch the, mm. the The guys behind the goal are incredible it's like a it's like a rave going on during the game the, the stadium's just wonderful walk all the way around the top it's, it's very sociable so it's very different to going to a game in England but it's It's captivating. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 great, great. It must be
1: weird as well because, like, obviously, you know, we've we've restart here, no fans, and obviously the fans are such a massive part in the Premier League. Let alone the MLS, where you have all the ultras and (laughs) and the the goals and the fireworks, and it's just it must be really weird for the players. Sort of oh, playing with that?
2: I think so. Especially, I mean, even it's great to see. Obviously, the, the Premier League clubs still yeah. using the stadiums and things like that. But obviously, the, the MLS tournament is is basically playing on a training ground. It's yeah. it's a wonderful venue. Don't get me wrong, in Orlando, but it's it's probably even more quiet, even more dead yeah. than than it would be. And especially if you've got that nine AM kickoff in the morning, I think it's, I think that's a difficult one to get yourself up for, isn't it? But well, I
1: can't get used to the, like you know it's weird because obviously we've had these like God knows ninety odd games in like. I know, it feels like two weeks. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's been mental, hasn't and, it? <laughs> uh, and it's like, I can't get used to it. I mean, obviously, you know, I still do the stuff at the London Stadium because they need the music clearly being played uh, to know <laughs> what stadium they're playing at as well. But it's weird because you get like six o'clock kickoff games and I can't get used to the, yeah. like all these. I, I, I fucked up last time. I, I thought Fridays was a six <laughs> o'clock. I thought Fridays <laughs> was a six o'clock and it was an eight o'clock. Love it. Took Mrs. your time. Mrs. Yeah, Button yeah, was not happy with me. I bet. I, I, can, I can imagine. I can <laughs> and imagine. I got, and I did get a salt beef bagel to make up for it the next day. Ah, there day we so go. So it was all right. What do you miss?
2: <laughs> what do you miss about being over there? It's, it's, it's an interesting one because where I've been over in it's been such a whirlwind and it's yeah. just so, everything's new at the moment and exciting, yeah. so for me it's, it's been great to be over here, but I would say just that maybe that intensity of a, of a West Ham match stage, you know what I mean? Coming to the stadium and just seeing the fans and sort of being there for, for the whole build-up and then when it just comes out, it comes to life, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. I suppose just that real sort of intensity where it, Every single point matters, and even more so this season. <laughs> Every point's been massive, isn't it? And yeah. it's it's great to see him do so well after the restart. So, so probably that's the that's the main thing. But yeah, yeah. at the moment, I've got no complaints out here, and I'm enjoying it. So, yeah. not in a rush too much to get home.
1: <laughs> no, 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 not in a rush. No, I wouldn't be, man. Uh, but
2: you're right. I mean, it's 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 just
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, West Ham. God, it's like you know, it's weird. It's like you know, it's all we've got. All excited for the last three weeks and there's like no football going to be after Sunday oh, I like, know I don't um, know what
2: we're going to do are we but how, how good are the boys they've been fantastic they've since been the brilliant. restart um, hey, uh, credit
1: goes to yeah credit goes to Moisey and and, and stuff because he just uh, they just it's, it's weird you know you haven't got the fat I'm obviously talking to a lot of ex players like yourself and like I speak to like um, I spoke to Julian. Phoebe yeah. the other day oh, And um, <laughs> such a lovely bloke and he was saying that you know fans give him like 15-20% if he was feeling crap or whatever 100%. and and it, you just got that at the beginning of the restart they it weren't playing no one was playing that level of intensity because it yeah. was like training games yeah. <laughs> and you're right has so like Mo- just instilled this you know the, 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 typical that we're playing the best football we've played all bloody season and then no the one's there to actually see said, it yeah but the season's <laughs> over really on Sunday and I know like, it's, it's mental and then it starts all over again. But um, yeah, it's it's weird going into Sunday thinking, we don't need nothing. You know, yeah, we can know. relax can and can just enjoy watch
2: Champagne football, eh? Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, no, it's, it. it's a fair play to the guys. I know they were working incredibly hard over the break, even when they were, weren't at the training ground. And uh, and yeah. you, you can see all that work that they've put in. It, it's really come to the front now. and Obviously, the likes of Sucek and bloody Antonio—I don't know what he was doing over the break—but bloody hell, he's been—he's been, uh, <laughs> he's been like Ronaldo. He's been like Ronaldo since he's come back. He's been mental, class, isn't it is so, class. Uh, it's
1: mental. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird. I think it's—it's it's all about mentality, isn't it? It's all about strong yeah. mental, and it's having the the right manager. I mean, you look at someone like someone like Sheffield United, who were like flying before restart. They've just gone. They've gone. Yeah. like and it's it's clear. You know, the fans gave them that extra 20 percent. 100 percent. 100%. You know? 100%. But, 100%. Um, but it is what it is. But anyway, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the summer and stuff like that. We could all be changed, but we'll see what happens. Um, now, obviously what we try and do with this, this whole, you know, Miami's 11 thing is is when, when I get sort of fans and I ask why they supported West Ham. But with the players, it's like, why West Ham? And obviously, you know, you were at Cambridge United and then then you yeah, weren't at Cambridge yeah.
2: United.
1: Um, and, and obviously, yeah, you came it was 17, you came for a trial at West Ham, and
2: yeah, 16 I was at the time, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, I suppose for me, I mean, I was I was obviously doing quite well at the time. I was at Cambridge and loving my football, and in my head, my route was I'm going to get in the first team young, do really well, and hopefully get sold on and, and sort of make yeah. my way that way. Um, and in Cambridge, financial worries, I end up closing down the youth system just as I'm about to go full time that summer, um. So, I was gutted, but um, as I say, I was doing quite well. I'd already been up to Man United and spent Mm. time with Tottenham um, and had quite a few options, to be fair, for a Um, 16-year-old. But for me, as soon as I knew West Ham were in the hunt, there was only one place I wanted to go. I mean, Tony Carr, obviously a legend and... Just to see all the players he'd brought through, all my heroes, all the players I enjoyed watching, your Lampards, your, your Carricks, your Joe Cole, your Rios. All these players have sort of come through their famous system, gone on to do well in the first team and, and obviously have fantastic careers. So, ended up going to play a trial game at uh, MK Dons at a hockey stadium. Um, had a good game, scored a bit of a Weldy. <laughs> um, but it was great. I mean, we had uh, Zabon Hines was playing that night. Uh, James Tompkins was playing centre-back that night. Um, Junior Stanislas, I think, was playing that night as well. So, Freddie Sears. So, it was quite a good group already. You yeah, could yeah. see they were they were a strong group. And um, I think after that game, it, it kind of made me want to join West Ham even more. And thankfully, Tony saw enough to give me an opportunity. And, um, yeah, I just couldn't wait to get started. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, man. And then, obviously... And obviously, the rest, they say, is history, really, weren't it? I mean, you know, 120-ish, under-21 games, I think, first-team games you played. And yeah. It was... Yeah, uh, it was... It was. Um, I, think with, I think with you, you Jack, obviously, the, the fans just just took to you i think you know you're right it's like it's you were like this you guys were like you said the tomkins and you and freddie and you were like the second wave wasn't you the, yeah. the first wave was the was, the, <laughs> was that sort of gold years you yeah know, the golden year but a new lot okay and they and west ham love a love a boy coming through the academy don't they and, oh they yeah. love
2: they love nothing more and um it was it's quite funny for me because you say like 120 old game but obviously i was there for such a long time but yeah. It's mental, just in that time, experiencing everything. And I think that's why I got that such close bond with the fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, first and foremost, like you, you feel part of the club straight away. You're walking around Chadwell and all the history and just all the, all the players who've been there and done it. And, and obviously, you grow, grow and grow. And I think after I scored my first goal, I, I instantly felt that sort of real bond with the fans. And then mm-hmm. after that, there were some real difficult times. Obviously, the injury, playing a couple of days after losing my dad, but then... Some good stuff in terms of winning promotion and all of that, and it just mm. was an absolute roller coaster. And to sort of share all them experiences with thirty-five thousand every week yeah. was just was just incredible. And I think probably one of the best things I done was sort of come back as an ambassador and as a coach, yeah, um, because I think you get to look back on things and you you kind of appreciate it even more. But but yeah. for me now to speak to the fans and actually get a real grasp of what they're feeling and mm. and what it means to be a fan and how much they appreciate what you like what you actually do, as long as you're out there and you work hard, they, they really appreciate it. So it was kind of great to go full circle. And as I said, I mean, <laughs> it's hard not to sort of have West Ham as a part of you. And, and obviously it's the first game I look for. And I think yeah. for me, I, I'd like to think kind of the the book will never be closed down I'm sort of yeah. 31 out here earning my stripes. And obviously yeah. one day I'd love to come back in a, in a different capacity. Oh, yeah. But,
1: you know, and I think and I think everyone everyone's sort of <laughs> rubber stamped you to come back, Jack. But it's like, you know, it's, it's like people see what you're doing over there as, as you say, a way of earning your stripes. Um, that, that's the way I see it, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not, not, sort of not putting the job application or anything. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, and particularly West Ham, it seems since Moises has come in, there's been definitely more influence on the, on the old boys in the backroom staff. So, Obviously, you know, you've got you know, obviously, you, you were under you 16. You know, obviously, you've got, got I mean, Keno's in at 18. So yeah, you got in at 23s. So you've got Colton doing it, Conch is doing stuff for the lone players, Zavon's in doing a few bits, yeah. and um, it's definitely, and even like Kev, even like Nolan, like being assistant, you know, obviously, what he, he was a, a great captain for us as well. So, I, I, you know, I think that you and I think you know, Mark, and there's. There's, there's definitely
2: yeah. a few spots there. <laughs> no, I think it's funny when you talk to, to West Ham, I think it's such a unique club. Yeah. And that, that bond with the fans is so unique. And it's, it's hard to explain it to uh, sort of people unless you've been inside that bubble and you know what it is to really be yeah. West Ham. And I think it's vital that as a club, they have all these key figures, just, yeah. just sort of embedding the, the key messages to these youngsters coming through, making yeah. sure they know about the culture and understand what it means to be a West Ham player. And... Yeah. I mean, it's been great this season. Obviously, we're all so proud of Deck and seeing what he's doing. But Ben Johnson's been unbelievable last yeah. few games. Jeremy done wonderful when he sort of play. I mean, Grady D'Angana. I know he's been out on loan at West Brom, but how good is he? How good has he been this year? And yeah. it, it's great to now see, you know, sort of the second another wave of kids sort of yeah, all coming yeah. through. And the pleasing thing for me, I had a couple of years coaching, and I know some of the stuff below that is extremely exciting. So I just hope yeah. one or two of them can sort of go on and. And sort of emulate what Dex done, and and make a real big name for himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, when I interviewed um, uh, Kev, Kev Keen, and he was saying that the there's there's a lot of lot of boys in the team. There's a lot of of boys coming through, and obviously, you know, some might we might lose some to Bayern Munich, apparently you know, very soon. Yeah, uh, It's it's unfortunate the way the way is, isn't it? It's like you know, you know, bloody, bloody what's name from from. Uh, Birmingham, you know, getting, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Oh, no. Then they retire the 20. Oh, that, that was embarrassing, wasn't it? <laughs> it was embarrassing, <laughs> <but> we, <laughs> we retired the sixth shirt, Bobby Moore. Oh, not no. song, just,
2: uh, there were some of them, though, they were saying They've done like Maldini, Baresi, they've done Jude Bellingham, which played 40 <laughs> games. It's, it's crazy, but um, who knows? Who but knows? It is,
1: it's, the way, it's the way it all works, isn't it? And as you said, then the German players come over here, you know, they just. But you're right. I mean, it's 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 nice to see so many young players and that's that's the blueprint for West Ham. You know, I think for too long, not too long, it making not seem like decades, but, you know, it seems to have been buy the players in, you know, spend money on, you know, don't, but, you know, say yeah. some of the current oh, players, for example. Oh, 100%. But it's, if you can get the kids in and it's like it, it, West Ham fans warm to an academy boy, quick yeah, and warm to a... They'll give from... them.
2: They'll give them a couple of extra chances as well. Yeah, but one one should. thing I think you always find with the youngsters, they always give hundred and ten percent. Yeah, but they're, they're fearless. These kids yeah. are absolute fearless. They go out there and they they just enjoy it. And sometimes you see these bigger, well-known players who maybe shrink, especially when you, when you got 60,000 at the London Stadium mm-hmm. and it's a tough game. But I think with youth, you get that energy and that vibe. And yeah. do you know what I mean. You can you can see Decky's just having a time of his life out there every time he puts the shirt on and. Yeah. I think I think it rubs off on people around him, and it's the same with Ben Johnson. You see his interviews after the game. Oh. He's just he just loves being out there. And as I said, the biggest shame is probably the fans haven't really been there to to really witness it because it seems like it's a it's a really good period for us at the moment. Yeah, typical. It? We're <laughs> playing
1: well, you know, Mark did his 500th game. Ben Johnson been playing great. Three two against Chelsea. Oh, Dexter. We're scoring goals, aren't oh, we? it's <laughs> no, it's like you know, four <laughs> goals without Antonio at Norwich and. Oh, but I'm still, I, am still don't know why Antonio hasn't done the chicken dance, the Kevin Nolan oh, chicken no. dance. It hasn't come yet. It hasn't is come. It? I can't believe it hasn't come. But, uh, I don't
2: know if he's worried about not being able to do it justice. I mean, that's, a, that's a, special I mean, move, isn't it? Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> you, you need to proper training and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean about about. And it seems that's what Moise is trying to do. You know, he, he's bringing in Hungary, you know, Bowen and, and Suchek, You know, not necessarily. Yeah big names like but guys who are going to work their ass off and it makes a big difference for the rest of the team but um yeah no uh, and i mean you know i mean you yourself you know obviously you you debuted in like new year's Eve, New Year's day game arsenal ways like they threw you yeah. straight into the line yeah. going, going <laughs> what was it nah, like was, was it uh... like what was it like making like because obviously not a lot of people do it like playing yeah. for west Ham, <laughs> going out of that and like making your debut particularly against arsenal
2: it's, fun, it's funny, I've told this story quite a few times, but yeah. I mean, myself and James Tompkins, obviously really close, come through the youth ranks, played in the reserves all the time together, and we were training with the first team regularly together um, from probably sort of 17, and we travelled a lot with the team and not made the squad, travelled a lot, not made the squad, and we were kind of getting a little bit frustrated, you know what I mean? You're, you're desperate to get out of there and okay. sort of make your mark. and. Um, it's funny, Kirbishly caught us in the lift that, that morning at, at Arsenal New Year's Day and we both thought, oh, we're just here for the journey, making up numbers. And then, as he's getting out the lift, he goes, make sure you're ready, you're both on the bench today. And obviously it was just us and we we waited for him to get out, waited for the doors to close. And oh, It it's like we won the World Cup, we are ugly, we were good. <laughs> it was class and next week we were both on the bench and um, I knew Freddie was struggling Um Literally 25, 30 minutes into the game, I get the curly finger, come on, you're going on. Didn't have time to think and tapped me on the back curve, said try and get close to Fabregas. And do you know what I mean? What what an experience. And it it probably wasn't too after the game. I thought, I've got a little bit of work to do here. Do you know what I mean? I loved it. It was an amazing experience, amazing moment. But I was very, very humbled, I suppose. I, I knew I had to sort of go back and work even harder and improve on lots of things. And Probably the biggest thing was Anton Ferdinand behind talking to me through the whole game. He was fantastic and mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate him sort of looking after me and, and helping me through because I probably touched the ball about three or four times and uh, was chasing shadows most of it. But yeah. it's what you dream of as a kid and just that little taste sort of made me really hungry to to go back, work harder and just want more of it.
1: Yeah, of course it did, man. Of course it did. And as you said, I mean, you touched it. I mean, it's obviously, you know, we will always, we will always, I think, I think you'll always have a massive, a huge part in every West Ham's fan's heart because of obviously, yeah, the Millwall game and we know about that, you know, stuff. You yeah. Know, and, and, and I think, you know, stuff like that really, you know what I mean? It's like, it just, it, it, it's just, it's for, for me, it's like, it's just, it just epitomised you as a player and you as a person, you know. it's It was, you know, you had a job to do and, and I yeah. think everyone, everyone was like really, and it was just, you know, it was, it was a,
2: Weird game. It well. was mental. <laughs> it was absolutely. Mental. It was crazy. I mean, what, I what was glad. Chances? I was glad I was at the top
1: next yeah. to the police control room because oh. it was just mental. I mean, what's it like to have being a be a player and have like a pitch invasion? It
2: was just just the whole the whole emotion around the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, as a youngster, you, you know you hear about the rivalry yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Millwall and. I mean, my dad, my dad, I spoke to my dad a lot, and obviously, he was, really, he was buzzing for the game. He wanted, yeah. really looking forward to play Tottenham home on the Saturday, on the Sunday. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. um, sad yeah. news that, that day, etc. But I knew how excited he was for the Millwall game. He, he was like a big kid, he was kind of yeah. ready. And, and when I spoke to the gaffer, and he was like, Look, what do you want to do? Take as long as you want, stay away. And I was like, Look, yeah. I, I would love to play in the game. So he kind of, I think, I think I don't saw anyone until we turned up on the team bus today for pre-match. And I just nearly burst into tears. It was just like can. everything everything was kind of bottled out. Everyone's mm. looking at you. No one knows what to say. Like, mm. no one knows. You know, sorry, you, do you know what I mean? No, yeah, you, I you think they all know. Yeah. There's nothing nothing you can say. Yeah. No one knows whether to joke. And it was kind of a weird atmosphere. And mm. then we've gone pre-match and we've come back. And on the way back, you can see all the trouble kicking off, all the pubs, chaos, people everywhere. And he just like, wow, this is gonna be uh this is gonna be some experience tonight. <laughs> and um got got through that bit, got through the warm up and probably when we were walking out again I thought, Oh shit, I'm like, can I do this? So <laughs> and yeah. I thought, you know oh, what? Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you look around and it was amazing, like all the fans willing you to do well. Um and I, I just felt that real sort of support from all the yeah. staff, from all your teammates, yeah. all the players and even even a couple of the opposition, I think Neil Harris played that night. And I remember him yeah. just talking to me in bits and bobs, and it was just it was just amazing. And I remember it went 1-0 down. I was thinking, oh shit, shit. <laughs> <It's not> gonna, <laughs> we yeah. can, we can't lose this. Surely, thank <laughs> God for June Junior pops up, great finish, far post, and then we uh, we got a penalty. I don't know if you remember, we got a penalty at one one. Junior's got, got do you fancy taking it. And I don't have many regrets, and I actually regret uh, not taking a penalty. I, I knew Junior was the man for penalties, yeah, and yeah, yeah. thankfully he stuck it away. And Probably the most touching moment of the night was when Zavon Hines come on, um, scored the third, and he, obviously Zav, I'd lived in digs with him, yeah, yeah. Um, got sort of gone through everything with him as well, and he came come on and scored the third, and we just had a real nice moment afterwards. He's like, that's, that's kind of for you sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of took me back a bit, and... I know the fans were on the pitch, there was trouble here, there and everywhere and it was a it was a bit of a mess, but I mean for me as a young kid I just remember all the fans helping me through and people talk about that West Ham family, just everyone coming together to help a young man through the the most difficult time in his life and it was it it was an amazing game. It's funny looking back at some of the pictures and that now and you see everyone on the pitch and just all the chaos and yeah, it was um it was some experience. (laughs) I
1: just remember that picture of you and and there was you and Ben. (laughs)
2: looking is, after but, me thank I, know. No. Well, old ben. Well, well, I love that's, Ben that's what you mean when you talk about the people yeah. who really understand the, the core of the club and what it means yeah. you've got like Anita and Secretary Shirley yeah. and the, all these people have been there years and years and just have, have seen people come and go but they, they understand the real values and what it means to be West Ham and mm. They're so vital in the role that they play for okay. new players who come in, and, and sort of as the club transitions to the new stadium, new training ground, and that it's yeah. important that these people play their part. And they're still a big part of why West Ham's such oh, a, a special and unique yeah. place.
1: Yeah, definitely. And as I mean, you, you touched on, <laughs> you touched on promotion. Obviously, you know, twenty eleven twelve's probably your best season, really, wasn't it? I mean, you 30 yeah. 30 do, do, you know, and... do
2: you know what, Russ? So it's, it's interesting. I mean. the probably the most annoying thing for me I, yeah. I mean I, I burst on the scene I played them first 20 games and then I popped my knee at Wigan sort of 20-25 yeah. games in and after that, that initial injury I was never ever really fit again yeah. I never ever yeah, yeah. felt comfortable on the pitch and so probably that first 20 games was was unbelievable but you're right that that championship season was just class I mean the, the group the, the sort of team that we built, Kevin Nolan come in, we were, we were like a, a real sort of band of brothers and there's yes. pressure on us from the outside, people saying we got to get promotion. Um, Obviously, so we went through that real difficult period around Christmas time where we just couldn't win at home. We kept drawing and I mean, thank God we signed Vaz otherwise it might have been interesting. eh? <laughs> but I mean, in terms of me, it's great play 30 plus games and, and chip yeah. in with some real important goals and, and just be part of that journey. And it's funny the, the second leg of the semi-final at home against Cardiff we're cruising I think we're six nil up or whatever and yeah. um, I popped my shoulder went down popped my shoulder and it was touch and go wherever I was playing my, my knee was blown up it was like a blue and my shoulder and I actually watched the final back now and I can hardly walk as I'm going out before the game I have no idea how I got through the <laughs> entire game but but what an experience front of 90,000 is pretty much the whole place yeah. Clare and Blue and I mean, we played crap in the final, didn't we? We were yeah. terrible, but yeah. um, we but got the it, win. We it got up. Matter, and, it? Yeah. yeah, and it, it, was, it was quite funny there because even after, like, people were like, What did you do after? Did you have a mad part? And it was just like, No, it was just such a relief and just like a yeah. weight of all that pressure of the whole season. I just think everyone was knackered and it was just like,
1: Oh, well, Mark, Mark, Mark fucked off to go and he's standing. Yeah, he? next Says morning.
2: Like, yeah, I know. I could, so my missus back. is about to drop. She's pregnant. I couldn't go. They all my, off on the my motorbike. Wife, my
1: wife was from... due <laughs> on that day. My, oh, my, really? That was, that was my daughter's due date. <laughs> and I've got a ticket. And I've got like a. I was. um. Uh, well, originally I was gonna be Bubbles the Bear or one of them, but one of the it. mascots. But I didn't ha- didn't have a you got to have a CBD jet. Yeah, you know, didn't have it done in into. I, I was still passed it by the way. Yeah, but I love it. Get it done in time. So I was his I was his chaperone. So and I had like oh, I was I literally it. front row um, behind the goal at Vas you know, second half oh, goal. Brilliant. And, but it was like well, it was my daughter's due date, and so I had like my phone in one hand like <laughs> ready to go. Hand. Yeah, three o'clock. I got a phone call. <laughs> it, was a P, it was a PPI call, thankfully. Um, oh God! Thank God. yeah, for that. and then she she came a couple of days later, and then I got a got a picture of her in the playoff trophy because I knew it was going to be Dan Bromford at the Bromford store, and I Love knew it. and I knew um I knew Eddie the security guard. So like, can I just nip in? Early? Yeah. I mean, yeah, pitch. Eh? So <laughs> poor, 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 poor bugger. She was scarred at a young age. But yeah, it was just an amazing day, you know. And it was obviously yeah. we had done it. we done it at Cardiff. I love Cardiff. I thought it was a really cool atmosphere. But something about Wembley in there. And it's oh, 90, it's
2: thousands. just yeah, it's it's a special place. And as you say, you walk out and just the enormity. And as you say, there was probably that, that much. Orange from yeah. Blackpool and just a wreck. I don't know how the West Ham fans done it, but it just it felt like it, it It felt like it was a home game for us when we yeah. walked out. And it was just so special. And that feeling, is, as the Vaz hit that ball and it's just hit the net, I've never felt anything like it. Yeah. It was just... I think all the boys went off celebrating. Vaz had his abs out, didn't he, of course. And I've just yeah. run off the complete other way, pulling my <laughs> shot. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> but what, what a feeling and, and what a way to do it. I think running away with a league, obviously... Would have been great, but I think if you ask any West Ham fan or anyone in that change room, would they have liked the experience of going up through the playoffs? Of 100%, they would have said Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, no, totally. And obviously, you know, it's all gonna it's all starting again on on Sunday, isn't it? With the Brentfords and the Fulhams and Swansea's and whatnot. So um, yeah, we'll see. uh, We'll see who else comes up. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great. And obviously, you know, you know, everyone talks about you know the Cardiff. Cardiff uh, Cardiff away, you know your two yeah. Days, and, You Yeah, know, and it was and but everyone's talking about death, and I've seen them a million times. Right? <laughs> so they're, they're very good goals,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love. I used to like, obviously played a few games there for a while, so it was yeah. a special place. And yeah, it, it was a great night that as well. And I think it just it just set us on our way, and we we knew we were going to sort of get there. One you were way in the or world, were you? would won like you'd hadn't lost in ten,
1: or it was like yeah. No, nah, we we felt, really, we, we, yeah.
2: we felt confident. We we felt confident. We. I mean, it was great. You'd look around the team. You've got the experience. You've got your Kevin Nolans, yeah. You've got Mark Noble. Tonks at the back. Tonks and Reedy at the back were incredible yeah. that year. They were they were just beasts. And you knew if you kept it tight, that one, one way or another, Vaz would pop up with something special. Because yeah. I think he scored got 12, 12 goals or something that. from yeah, when we yeah. signed him that year. And that, that just gave us that little bit of X factor, I think, to sort of get us over the line. Yeah.
1: That's what you need, man. Speaking of players, yeah. good segue. good segue. Love that love that segue um (laughs) it's not a segue it's a bloody like articulated lorry (laughs) but um as i said we do this 11 and and obviously with with the players we ask them to pick an 11 of the players they played with and obviously you've got quite a nice spread because technically from you know 2008 to yeah managed to get a few
2: seasons yeah (laughs) Yeah, so
1: you've got quite a few players to play with so (laughs) that's what we try and do at the end of the day you can play whatever formation you want man there's a remark, but it's all about getting these eleven players, and it's a bit of a giggle, and it's a bit fun, and we know you, we you know, no one takes it too seriously. But it's I know I have.
2: It's been, big... it's been tough. Good. It's been oh, bloody gosh. tough choosing this, and a hundred percent, I forgot about someone. I, I know I have, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get, we'll there. get there.
1: All right, we'll get there. All right, let's start. We'll start off. go on. we'll start off in goal. Who are we going to have in goal for the for the Jack Eleven?
2: It was quite a difficult one. This actually, because I mean, I played an awful lot with Rob Green. Um, yeah. Adrian was just a mental character, and I, I loved him. But I'd have to go with Greenie because he probably he probably played some of his best football in a West Ham yeah. I think. I mean, even that Championship season, he was. Uh, oh, brilliant. He was pretty awesome, to be fair to him, and he was a, a real strange character. Really, really different to your, yeah. You hear that, Don't Your you textbook hear that footballer. Him? But what man, I was, I was intrigued by him. I used to just love watching him, the way he carried himself. Yeah. And and when you talk about real hard workers, he he loved the gym. He, he loved just doing what he had to do to get the best out of himself. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay strong. I'm gonna go with Rob Green. Yeah, <laughs> good, yeah, cool.
1: I'll let you carry on. Let's just <laughs> right, carry on as you want to go, go. through.
2: Mentally. So I've had to play a back free because I've, I've got more attacking players in this That's system. That's what I like. So. Right side of the back three, Lucas Neal. Yeah, fantastic captain. Um, for a young player, in terms of integrating him into the squad, he was unbelievable for all of us. Um, he used to plan one hell of a, a Christmas party and little team bonding event as well. He was he was awesome, but yeah. he um, he really sort of looked after me as a young lad, and and just little little bits of his experience. Like there was some of the stuff he used to do on the pitch away from when the ball was away and the way he'd really sort of take you under his wing and make sure you were okay was just great. And obviously he was a fantastic player for us and a, a real top captain as well. Yes.
1: Yeah, and Anton said the same thing. Anton yeah. was like a brilliant captain, you know. A lot of the, all the life lessons he learnt was from Lucas, the way he conducted himself. Particularly, you know, like he'd go around and take... F- a percentage of everyone's win bonus and give it to the kit man and stuff
2: yeah. like that. Just, yeah, he brought everyone together. Even the wives. Yeah. He used to get the wives and girlfriends involved and things and that, which it was obviously important. And yeah. he, was, he was great, man. <laughs> OK, I'm going central cool. defence. I'm going to go. I had to think about this where I wanted to play him, but obviously I had to get James Tompkins in the team, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah, my boy. He and I'm, boy. I was gutted when he left West Ham because I really think he could have been a West Ham legend and someone mm, sp- no, people agree. spoke about for years to come but he had to move on and, and do what he'd done but I mean
1: typically when he goes we need him he yeah I know we, we, had we were crying out weren't we <laughs> oh.
2: but he um, I mean for me it was fantastic to sort of share the journey alongside yeah. him in terms of youth reserve first team and I mean we, we had to pinch mm. ourselves at times when he sort of See where we come from to to. Oh, we're playing in the Premier League this week. And we yeah. just had so much fun along the way, playing, training. We were so competitive in training, kicking lumps out of each other, out playing football, golf an hour before training, and yeah. it was just brilliant to to sort of be so close and share it. And I'm so proud now to sort of look on and, and see what he's done, the amount of games yeah. he's played, and yeah, for me, he's, he's one hell of a footballer and one hell of a person. So, I'm a central defender. Yeah. Okay. Left side of the three. Yeah. Had to be someone very cultured, technically very good. Danny Gabbardon. Oh, a Welsh Gabs. teammate. What a player. What a player Gabs was. One hammer of the year, didn't he, I think, in his first or yeah. second season? Yeah, yeah, he did. Hard to, hard to do as a defender. And I mean, if it wasn't for the injuries towards the sort of latter stage of his career, I think West Ham fans would have would have seen some player over a long period. But. I think we saw enough in them few years when he was at the top of his game and when he was a fit to to see what sort of player he was and once again I was fortunate enough to to share the pitch with him for both West Ham and Wales and he's another one who, who sort of really looked after the youngsters and and we had a good time when we were playing and a good time away from the pitch and it's great I can still sort of call on him now and and uh, give him a bit of stick every now and have then and been, make sure he's all right you been listening to his insta Ah, he's mixed, he's mixed. He's mixed he loves him. it, doesn't he? Do you know what? He took a bit of time away from it, but he's back there. I think the uh, pandemic. <laughs> it's in his got him loft. It's like he's like got a really like, funny loft, doesn't he? Like... He loves it. But what a cool dude, man. What it's a cool, really cool Ice cold. I've, I've never seen him Never seen him flustered, even on the pitch, right. under pressure. He'd always find a way out. And, yeah. and what a cultured player and what a great guy as well. Yeah, yeah good man. All right, cool. That's your bat three done, man. Okay, i got my two holders in front of him. Nice. Parker Noble. Oh, <laughs> Beautiful. Simple. Parker, simple. Noble. Get on it. Get on <laughs> it. Play. I mean, Scotty's a Scotty's a no I used to love playing in the diamond around sort of well both of them guys and yeah. I mean Scotty was one of them. You just he he was just incredible. On the training pitch, best player in training every single day. Yeah. Train when you talk about training how you play, that was Scotty Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Work hard, kick you, tackle you, get up, tap you on the head. And he was unbelievable on the ball as well. And I mean, for a, for a young player coming through, whenever I was in shit, all I'd have to do was look, and Scotty would be free somewhere, and you knew you could give him the ball. We'd have two or three players around him. he would do his little twizzle and, and sort of find a way out. Yeah.
1: And did he did he teach anyone that twizzle? Because nah, think, he he,
2: he kept it to himself. I think Nob's had to go for a while. Nob's had to go. And I and I
1: saw the other day, decade ago. It's like this yeah. sort of passing of the
2: torch, passing
1: of the Parker yeah. twizzle. But yeah.
2: He was he was unbelievable. And I, he I was. mean, he won Football Writers Player of the Year with the yeah. year we got relegated. And yeah. I mean, what, never <laughs> that will never happen again, will it? Yeah. And I mean, that, that season in particular, his, his team talk at Wigan and some of the goals he scored and the performances he put in just to keep us in the hunt was, was yeah. just incredible to see. And I mean, I was injured the whole season and, Just watching the way he carried himself and went about his work to try and keep us in the Premier League, it was almost like he was on a single-man mission at times. It was class. and Good luck to Fulham in the playoffs, eh? Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully you could do it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I
1: mean, I, yeah, I mean I'd, I'd rather have Fulham in than Brentford because I want Ollie Watkins and... Uh, yeah,
2: there and we go. The there we go, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? A bit of business. Yeah, I like your exactly. thinking there, Russ. That's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not much <laughs> of a fan of uh, Mitrovic and stuff like nah, that. No, like we don't. But
2: uh, we want Ollie Watkins and
1: uh, <laughs> the other guy, Barami, not Barami, yeah, but they're... I can't
2: pronounce his surname. No, right, it's a tough, yeah. tricky one, isn't it? But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, alongside Scott, he obviously knows Mr. Yeah. West Ham. Um, uh, I mean, what, what more can you say about him on the pitch, off the pitch, leads the club. Mm. I'm sure one day he'll probably be a manager and, and then probably a chairman oh, but, or yeah, something like and, that. It'd be you, yeah. and <laughs> you and him,
1: you and him one and two, surely, you yeah, know, it's like...
2: He was, um, he was the trailblazer for us youngsters. We'd, we'd yeah. look at Nobes at sort of 17, playing in the first team and... Um, just his confidence and he, his aura, even from a young age, it kind of we we kind of looked up to him, especially myself and Tonks, and thought he's setting the standards, he's laid in, laying like leading the way. Now we got to try and sort of emulate that and and do what we can. And another one to to look after the youngsters. And it was great to see sort of role evolve as a sort of young up and coming who who was a fantastic player to to just see that growth and and just the control he's he's got over the change room and the way he brings people in and the way he really drives the standards day in, day out, I think he's been essential to a lot of the success over the last mm-hmm. few years. And whatever role he's in over the next few years, I think it's vital as a club. We sort of keep him around. Yeah, definitely.
1: And, and I mean, you know, it's, it's very unusual that you're you know you're a fan that plays for your club and, you know, you've played so many, the 500 games
2: you've heard, be very, oh, that never ne- happen again. that will never, I don't think that will ever
1: happen again. I would hope it would happen, yeah. One off, one off. His name is Dexter Rice, that's what I want it to be. Nice. With, I know, pay him, him what
2: he wants, give exactly. him the armband, if do what you have to, he'll be exactly. fine, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. But I think with Mark, you know, and and I've seen firsthand how much of a fan he is because, yeah. you know, oh. the, Chelsea, the Chelsea game, he weren't playing, he was sat in the disabled area with, with David. And kicking every ball <laughs> he was and yeah. that third goal he almost punched a hole through the disabled wall and then when <laughs> and then when the final whistle he leapt he didn't go down the thing well he leapt over the barrier yeah. ran down the tunnel like he couldn't get into the changing yeah. quick enough. and um no yeah i love him I love he knew he, know,
2: he know what that meant yeah. uh, right so i've had to get him in I'm, I'm playing him probably out of position here but my two wing backs i've got barami Valon Ooh, Barami, oh, Valon I love Barami. You yes. have to type that way. No, no, I've
1: got him. Got him. Yeah, Yeah, Valon he Barami. found him. Yeah. Found him. Found, found him.
2: him. Legs. Um, he could run all day. Oh, he, he could, could play. Could. He could hit a tackle, and he was an animal as well. We used to love the battle. So, I mean, that diamond that we used to play, where it was probably Scotty, me, and Valon either side. Nobbs at the top. I had to. Yeah. I had to get the diamond in the team. So, yeah. Valon, I'm sorry, you're out of position, mate, but. Um, Look, I know you're gonna do a good job for the team. Okay. <laughs> uh, right hand side, so one of my favourite ever players ever of all time. I had to get Joe Cole in. Uh, yeah. um, and I know when he come back he probably didn't play as much as he would have liked, and obviously we didn't see the the best Joe Cole that we could have possibly seen. But for me, I used to love watching him as a kid, as a as a youngster playing on a big stage, and then obviously went on, done really well at Chelsea and England, and probably the biggest compliment I can to Coley is, is when he come back obviously I'm a little bit starstruck I, I played in the Premier League played, but he was one of my superstars that I really looked to and he, he was just such a great guy such a great guy and he loved football when you talk about someone just really loving the game and enjoying being out there and training and he's like a kid you'd be with a ball doing step overs on the side and just, just, just absolutely in love with the game and it was great to see someone who had been there won it all done it massive international player to come back and and just really enjoy it and I think despite him not playing so much just his attitude and how he was mm. was infectious and and played a real big part in it around the group.
1: Yeah, you're right. And I mean, you know, he's the way the way he talks. You know, people, people say oh, he's got a football brain, but when people talk and you know, he talks so knowledgeably on BT Sport oh. and things like that and yeah. again, he's another one who's going to clearly go into well, yeah, he's doing can, a bit of coaching he's like stopping yeah. out
2: now but um no he, he's certainly got ambitions and I think he'd be a massive asset to, to any team or, or any club so you yeah, know what we're, to do we him up we're building, <laughs> we're, build, we're building
1: quite quite a coaching staff on the on the books now I know everyone's like, going to be fighting
2: for the jobs isn't exactly, they exactly <laughs> I have to have a word <laughs> get some,
1: get a budget uh, for it alright Jerry yeah Jerry definitely go on there man you carry on
2: you got, got him in there ok right, my number 10 I had to play with two strikes so I got one number 10 yeah. Um, and it wouldn't be a team without Kevin Nolan for me no, no, no. Um, big goals important goals um, but certainly the role he, he played in the changing room and it was unbelievable to see when him and Big Sam would go at each other and he always had the players back Nobby um, and as a, I think he's, he's probably played a real vital role in in probably the turnaround and, and sort of the success we're having now you, I don't think you can underestimate yeah. his character and, and what he brings um, one thing I will say about Nobby as well fantastic on a night out as well. So I think it'd be important for a bit of team spirit. That Nobby's mm-hmm. there and getting the drinks in. And do you know what I mean? So, apart but apart what, it, what a player for West Exactly. Apart, <laughs> of his,
1: apart from his Christmas, because he'll get suspended. When
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He loved his Christmas <laughs> suspension, did he? But no, but he, but he was. I um, didn't care. I didn't care
1: about that. I thought he's brilliant. You know, the fact is he's a driver, yeah. you know, it's brilliant. But yeah. No, he's I yeah. I don't think man.
2: people. I don't think. I don't think the West Ham fans maybe appreciate him as much until maybe he'd left and you, you saw totally. the importance of them big totally. goals and he just had that knack of being in the right place at the right time and mm. I don't think you can really train that. That was just pure mm. instinct and, yeah. and once again a, a fantastic human. Yeah, definitely. Ooh. Okay, okay. You ready for it? Yeah. Me front two. Yeah. Goals Guillermo, in them. Yeah, Guillermo
1: Franco. And, uh, right and Elian, who are we getting?
2: For? <laughs> See Franco, I loved Franco. Franco's on my bench. I've got four. I've got four that have just missed out. I've gone for Colton Cole and Craig Bellamy.
1: Uh
2: huh. Yeah, so I like it. Bella's Bella's yeah. brilliant. Set the standard every day. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of the youngsters when we first sort of started coming up were were pretty scared of Bella's because <laughs> yeah. he he was angry, he was aggressive, he was kicking people, but. Yeah. I think he he saw if you gave a little bit back um, and you're willing to put in the work, um, he sort of, sort of would take care. He would respect you.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and certainly with me, he took me under his wing a little bit. I mean, I was I was forced to room with him one pre-season. <laughs> I was shooting myself, yeah, as a young star. I had to room with Bellas. I didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, but he was great to me, as long as I made him his tea in the morning. Um, <laughs> but then we sort of built a real good relationship. And obviously, yeah. through, the, through the Wales stuff, he was part of the reason why I went to actually went down and joined Wales 21s because of Craig Bellamy and as it grew I was the one who was always serving him balls for his extra finishing and and sort of I just used to love watching him work and the way he went about his business and yeah. if I was a player I'd much rather Craig Bellamy and my team than play against me I thought he was uh he was fantastic I agree. I agree. um and then obviously alongside him Colton Cole probably played most of my games alongside Coley and yeah. What a character! What a man! Um, scored some big goals, obviously scored in the playoff final, didn't he? But it wasn't just his goals; uh, he was great at bringing others in and around him. Um, always a big target. Always worked yeah. as hard as he possibly could, and he was just—he was just such a man. And it wouldn't be right to have a team without Coley in. So I made sure I got Coley in there. Mm-hmm. And look, there's a couple that have missed out. I mean, I've got a couple of names down here that. Deserve a mention. I mean, Junior really? Stanislas, for me, one of the yeah. most technical players that, that come through West Ham in the last 10, 15 years. Class. Um, big Andy Carroll. I loved him. Great man. Yeah. And probably a, a couple of X-Factor ones. Diamante. What a left yeah. foot. What a yeah, left yeah. foot. Unfortunate not to miss out, but I just couldn't get him in there. And then <laughs> Franco. Oh, I loved playing with Franco. He yeah. was unbelievable his control on his chest is if anyone could get on YouTube and just watch the way he used to bring the ball down in his chest it's a thing yeah. of beauty and um, he must have been about 58 by the time he came yeah, to us but he was, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was he was class so there, there's a few who have just missed out but yeah, I think my starting team are quite dangerous I've even written down in my formation look, my look bat, at you look at you uh, such, lines such and professional. Everything. Such there professional. go. There we that. you've even got like look, yeah yeah I've got I'll my gaffer I've got Zola in as the gaffer as well <laughs> Zola
1: Zola's your gaffer
2: yeah, yeah. I would have played. I would have played him to be fair, but he might yeah. be a little bit old now. I reckon. I reckon back in 14, 13, 14 or whatever. I reckon he would have been alright all right, before that, yeah, wouldn't yeah, it? two was nine, wouldn't it? Yeah, Jesus, yeah. I'm an old man. God, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a truth. It's like every season. Season just blends into one. I I sort of oh, go it's by mental. I go by seasons based on the football shirts. So for you, so yeah. For, so 100%. For when I think, so when I think <laughs> of you, I think of the um, the checkerboard don't Know why, but the checkerboards SBO bet one, I don't know why, yeah. I just, I don't know, why. it's really good. <laughs> then we weird, had them ugly
2: numbers, didn't we? <laughs>
1: oh, god, the patch, the patches, yeah, years. that was yeah. that
2: was class, that was class. We played <laughs> some, been... some
1: great stuff that year, <laughs> yeah, I and mean, stuff, wasn't it? But, um, listen, man, yeah. it's been great. I, I don't want to take you away from your kids any longer. Um, it's no, been an absolute pleasure, that, thank you so much, man. It's been an absolute pleasure to chatting to you, and everyone would love yeah. everyone, loves listening from the ex players, but as I said, I think. A lot of them have a special place in the heart. And I said, you've appeared in quite a few 11s as well. You know, it's oh, like... Oh, maybe I only one here and there. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Inj- injured, uh, and,
2: and injured 11, eh? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. One
1: injured 11. One injured 11. Yeah, the, there we go. others, the others, the others were, were, on, were on merit, you know, obviously. Yeah. It, oh, if I'll if take it, it. Anything to get rid of... German Hulk because he keeps messaging me. When's When's Jack coming on? When's Jack coming on? When's Jack coming on? Yeah, like, he's, he's
2: right. a top man. and <laughs> his Boy, his boy, done, his boy done really well when he come over as well. So we, oh, we enjoyed had, having him over. But he like he loves the club, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. and, and that's and it just shows it just shows you how big he is It's massive. Yeah, it's massive. Honestly, yeah.
1: it's like I've been. I was so naive to. I was so naive because I sat in my little box for 20 odd years, and I don't really socialise with anyone outside of West. Yeah, just because it just you don't. But because of this, like my eyes have been open to a lot of the American guys. I interviewed yeah. the Indian hammers. Honestly Brilliant. mental yeah, and obviously the the crazy Scandinavians and stuff. Yeah, They're they too. love it, don't they? <laughs> Jack man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. No, and obviously, thanks for having us, Russ. pleasure, Jack, and obviously thank you to everyone for watching. Like, share, subscribe. Um, you know what to do. But until next time, for me and Jack, take care everyone. Come on, you Irons, and uh, <laughs> come on, re, you, <laughs> come on, you irons. And see everyone. Take care. Love to everyone. Bye bye. Cheers, Bye-bye, Man.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. 18 plus.